As we ease into another season of Buffalo Bills football, we wanted to take the opportunity to share the story of a somewhat lesser known NFL franchise. Now, since its inception in 1920, the National Football League has seen franchises come and go, 75 teams in fact. None, however, have spent less time in the league than Western New York's own Tonawanda Cardex. For one day in 1921, Western New York was home to not one, but two National Football League franchises, the Buffalo All-Americans and the Tonawanda Cardex. On November 6, 1921, while the All-Americans nudged past the Cleveland Indians 10-6, the Cardex had a somewhat more sobering experience, losing 45 to nothing against the Rochester Jeffersons. Now for some backstory. During the earliest years of professional football, several Buffalo teams took the field, including the All-Americans, the Niagaras, and the Bisons in the 1910s and 20s. Now, during that same time, semi-pro and college football were very popular in Western New York as well, and teams at the pro, semi-pro, and collegiate levels played one another. One popular semi-pro team was the All-Tonawandas, led by former Syracuse football star and Tonawanda High School Athletics Director, Walter Tam Rose. Rose was the founder, coach, and halfback for the team. And the team was popular and very good, two things that tend to go hand in hand. The New York Pro Football League was formed in the early 1900s, and in 1916, the All-Tonawanda All-Stars joined the league. The new squad, led by Rose, defeated the Rochester Jeffersons 9-7 to claim the league title in 1917. Of course, World War I and the worldwide flu pandemic caused the club to suspend operations in 1918. But they returned to the field the following year as the Tonawanda Lumberjacks and finished with a 6-1 record, only to lose to the Buffalo Prospects in what is widely considered the first postseason tournament in professional football history. The 1920 season was the team's most impressive to that point. The Lumberjacks lost just one game while winning eight, and their only loss came at the hands of the Buffalo All-Americans of the American Pro Football Association, otherwise known as the APFA. And now to avoid confusion with leagues and acronyms, the APFA was the original name of the league that would change its name to the NFL in 1922. Now, Two of the Lumberjack wins came at the expense of the Rochester Jeffersons, who had left the New York Professional League to become an original member of the APFA. Tonawanda's success in 1920 convinced the club that they too could compete in the higher level league. They were hoping they could repeat their success playing against bigger teams in bigger cities with bigger paying crowds. In 1921, James Rand Jr., owner of the American Cardex Company, sponsored the team and paid the $50 franchise fee to join the APFA, and the team's name was changed to the Tonawanda Cardex in light of his sponsorship. Now, for those wondering what American Cardex did, they were an innovative filing and index supply company at the time and would grow to become one of the leading office supply companies in the entire country. 
Today, the company is part of Unisys, a global information technology company. When the Cardex joined the APFA in 1921, the league was in its infancy, founded just one year earlier. The newly formed association was an attempt to formalize the burgeoning sport under just one unified set of rules and crown just one champion, just as baseball had done. The league absorbed the best pro teams from various regional leagues to now be considered the premier football league in the United States. 14 teams, many of them from Ohio, participated in the first season, including the Buffalo All-Americans. Two of those teams still remain today, the Chicago Cardinals and the Decatur Staleys, who today are the Arizona Cardinals and the Chicago Bears. In the Cardex season, 1921, the league had 21 teams, including the Green Bay Packers. The Tonawana roster was made up mostly of players culled from local amateur or semi-pro athletic groups and former college stars. The team included Tonawana locals Fred Brum Jr., Clarence Hosmer, George Kurt, Bill Meisner, Leonard Primo, Jerry Werder, and of course, Tam Rose himself. Now, during that period of professional football, teams set their own schedules to accommodate their needs. As such, the Cardex opened their season with a non-league matchup on the road against the Syracuse Pros at Star Park on October 9th. Playing in the pouring rain, the game ended with a 0-0 tie in front of 800 Hardy fans. Realizing that Tonawanda's high school field would be unsuitable to host games, Rose scheduled the team's next game to be played at Aluminum Park in Niagara Falls. At that time, Tonawana's population was around 10,000 and was less than a third the size of Green Bay, the next smallest city with a team in the APFA. Niagara Falls, meanwhile, had over 50,000 residents and its proximity to Tonawanda allowed local fans to attend the games. On October 16th, the Cardex defeated the independent Cleveland Panthers 9-7 to secure their first victory. Tonawanda defeated another non-APFA member the following week with a 31-6 victory over East Buffalo. The club's next game was scheduled for October 30th with a battle against the disgracefully named Rochester Scalpers. However, the game was canceled. The Cardex entered November with a 2-0-1 record, but had not yet played their first APFA game. That opportunity came on November 6th against the Rochester Jeffersons. The Jeffersons were Tonawana's old rivals from the New York Professional Football League. Now they would face their familiar foes in their APFA debut. Rochester had stumbled to an 0-3 start and were looking to turn their season around, but Tonawanda had defeated the Jeffersons twice the previous season. On November 6, 1921, the teams took the field at Rochester's Bay Street Baseball Park. The venue seated 8,000, though less than 3,000 filled the stands. Those who did come out for the game were thrilled with the result, a 45 to nothing win for the hometown Jeffs. As the local press reported, quote, Tonawanda offered its strongest resistance in the third and first periods, 
the third quarter was the only one where the Cardex were able to keep the Jeffersons from scoring. The Jeffs reeled off long gains through the use of the forward pass. The big red football team, with its array of triple threat men, went over, around, and through the burly Tonawanda 11 for a mess of six touchdowns. Rochester halfback Benny the Purple Streak Boynton passed for two touchdowns and rushed for a third. He also kicked a field goal and all of the Jeffersons' extra points. It wasn't supposed to be the end for the Cardex, but for reasons unknown, the team failed to play another game against an APFA squad. Their highly anticipated crosstown meeting with the Buffalo All-Americans on November 23rd was canceled. And Buffalo wound up battling the Decatur Staleys, aka Chicago Bears, in a Thanksgiving title game. The Cardex were unable to schedule any additional APFA opponents in 1921. season, the league changed its name to the NFL, but by then, Tam Rose had left the team and Tonawana could no longer afford the increased franchise fees to play in the National Football League. The Cardex folded with an all-time NFL record of 0-1. They have the distinct honor of being the only franchise in NFL history to play just one single game. They are also one of only three teams to never score a point in their existence. The others being the 0-2 New York Brickley Giants and the 0-3 Muncie Flyers. Now, the vast majority of the NFL's first team's histories were short, much like that of the Cardex, if not quite to that extreme. The economics of the game were challenging, and many franchises survived from game to game based on the gate receipts. So if an event had a lower than expected attendance because of something like bad weather, the team could be ruined. But if it was not for these teams or the small towns or these owners or these players, maybe the game wouldn't have one day become the number one spectator sport in all of America. The Tonawanda Cardex are little more than a footnote to history. However, we should mention that their November 25th, 1920 game against Rochester of the APFA fell on Thanksgiving. And though Tonawanda was not yet a team, Rochester was. Therefore, the contest is considered to be one of the first six Thanksgiving Day games in league history. Today, there isn't much left of the short-lived Cardex. Two of the team's players went on to play for other NFL teams, albeit short-lived careers on teams which no longer exist. There aren't any team photos, no uniforms, or any memorabilia. The team has pretty much all but faded away, save for a few newspaper clippings. Team founder Tam Rose remained in Tonawanda for the rest of his life, teaching physical education at Tonawanda High School. He passed away on October 2nd, 1961, at the age of 72. So next time you're gathered around the TV with friends and family watching Josh Allen and the Bills, remember people like Tam Rose and all those that have played the game over the NFL's century-long history. All those like the Cardex who have come before, even if for but a snapshot in time. 
The Buffalo History Museum receives operating support from Erie County, the City of Buffalo, the New York State Council on the Arts with the support of Governor Kathy Hochul and the New York State Legislature. Additional support is provided by M&T Bank and from our donors, members, and friends. Today's story was researched and written by sports historian Greg DeTranter and produced with the support of our staff. My name is Anthony Greco, and we will be back in two weeks with another tale from Western New York history. So until then, take care.